Back again for college football. How is everybody doing today? We have a gigantic slate to get to for DraftKings this Saturday. Hopefully everyone had a good week last week. Uh, it was kind of so-so for me. Uh, I think I pretty much came out around even um, between both morning and uh, evening slates, but uh, I feel like we were on the right place. Uh, I've been saying it all year long. It's just a matter of putting together the the best roster, roster construction seems to be kind of the uh, Achilles heel of me so far this year, uh, minus a few slates. But we were on a lot of the great plays, guys that were smashing, but each lineup seemed to have one or two guys who just didn't quite perform. And when you have constant shootouts in college football and some absolutely wild games, uh, that's going to happen. And when you uh, decide to roster some guys from Oklahoma State who decided to make the trip down to Dallas last week, um, you're not going to win a whole lot. So, uh, yeah, it was a good week, though. Hopefully this week we can uh, bounce back a little bit more. Hopefully we can put a few people into the winner's circle on DraftKings. So let's jump to it. Um, let me go ahead, share my screen here as I did last week. I know it's kind of what the people want. Uh, talking about each of the games and kind of what I'm looking at in terms of rankings, spread, when we're talking about uh, totals of the games and, and so on and so forth. So kind of hitting on it at a high level, um, Kentucky-Mizzou is a game that I don't have a whole lot of interest in. Kentucky should bounce back here in this spot, but 42 totals doesn't really get me too excited. Uh, you have Florida going to A&M, which we'll get to. I do have some interest there. Texas Tech at TCU, man, Absolutely monster total on this game, 69 and a half. We have TCU as the home favorite by uh, nine and a half right now. North Carolina goes to Virginia. Uh, Minnesota, Nebraska, another game mm, somewhat interesting, and we'll get to that. Uh, Ohio State at Northwestern, good grief, 38 and a half total, or uh, sorry, favorite from Ohio State uh, with 58 total in that game. Uh, that one should get pretty ugly pretty quick. Tulane at Tulsa, Baylor, Oklahoma, another good total in that one, 61 and a half. The game everyone's talking about, baby. One versus two, Tennessee at Georgia. It's an eight-point favorite leaning to Georgia and the dogs. And then we have a 66 and a half total. Oregon goes to Colorado, which another game that should be over relatively quickly on Saturday. Um, Oklahoma State and Kansas. We'll see if Oklahoma decides to show up this week. Syracuse goes to Pittsburgh, Penn State, Indiana, and UCF Memphis. So when we're looking at the matchups, as I always do, I'm kind of trying to pull the top statistical rankings for each team when it comes to uh, yardage. As I talk about each week, yardage gives us a better, clear indicator as far as teams that are moving the ball or not um, and defenses that are allowing teams to move the ball or not. Scoring is a something that's very tough to predict, especially on who's going to get those tugs. So we want yardage. Um, when I'm looking at the matchups here, obviously you see in green some of the top uh, areas that I like the most. Texas Tech and TCU, both offensive uh, passing offenses rank out really good here. Um, you've got Georgia's passing offense, which is a clear, clear, uh, I mean, leg up here when you're looking at the statistics, which we will talk about. Um, Oregon and Colorado, man, again, Colorado, good, good Lord. Uh, one of the worst defensive teams in the country now has to face one of the best offenses. You do the math there. Um, and then Memphis, as far as, uh, facing UCF has a pretty good matchup in terms of the passing game. When we go to the running side of the ball, 
Florida was kind of interesting here. 26th ranked rushing offense, which you wouldn't quite think about. Uh, it's a little bit unique because Richardson takes a lot of those carries himself. Uh, but they have a very good matchup on the ground. TCU as well. Minnesota. Ooh, Mr. Moe, we will talk about this week. Uh, Ohio State and Northwestern, Baylor, Oregon, and UCF seem to have the best matchups on the ground. Um, so jumping to kind of my main player pool this week, let's hit it. Um, in terms of stacks, so I kind of have this was 1A, 1B. Um, just be look at the totals of these games, right? TCU and Texas Tech is very hard to ignore this week. Um, we should get a lot of scoring. Both quarterbacks can put up points, a lot of weapons in this game, um, both in the passing game as well as the running. So both of these offenses are in prime spots here. TCU, you've got Max Duggan at 8,500, who is making his case for a Heisman Trophy or at least showing up to the ceremony. Um, at 8,500 is a really good price for him. You've got his main weapon there in Quinton Quinton Johnston at 7,400. And Jared Wiley, uh, 4,300. Uh, we talked about touchdowns are hard to predict, but this guy has scored in four straight games. So at 4,300, Jared Wiley is very interesting on the slate as a pay down option, or if you run it, want to run it into those stacks. Uh, going down to the other side of the ball, Texas Tech, you got Baron Morton, 6,900. He had a little bit of a down game last week, but he's been pretty good overall. Um, they've got three really good receivers. Miles Price is back. Uh, last week was a little bit tough. Um, working his way back from that injury, but he did play in a game that should have a lot of points in it. I expect him to have a lot better of a game this week. So Miles Price at 5,700. Xavier White seems to be just absolutely hitting on all cylinders at 4,900. He's in an amazing spot here. And Jaron Branley at 4,800. So Texas Tech is a relatively cheap stacking option, as well as TCU on this slate. Um, so I like both of those teams here, um, especially if you want to go full game stack probably going to be pretty popular. So my suggestion is if you're going to go that way, go all in game stack it, just go for it and hope that this game pops to 70, 80 points and you just outrun the rest of the room. That's how I'm going to approach it. You guys do what you please, but um, I think this is a, a pretty good spot here uh, for this big 12 showdown. So going down Tennessee um, there, it's hard to ignore what they're doing, right? Uh, all week long, it, the big question, it's going to be, can the best offense in the country um, take on the best defense in the country? Uh, one area that gave, had me leaning a little bit more towards Tennessee this week is, I think, Noah Burkane, I believe his name is. Uh, one of Georgia's top pass rushers is out for the year. He is going to miss this game. Um, that's a ding. Uh, I don't care who you are or what you say. Um, Georgia is going to miss him in this matchup. Um, if Tennessee can run the ball a little bit on Georgia and just keep them honest, I think this Tennessee team could have some success and through the air, and we could see some serious points in this game. Um, so Hendon Hooker at 8K, again, it's just hard to ignore what this kid's doing. He's been flat out the best player in college football, I think, this year. Um, and what he's doing, Jalen Hyatt at 7,100 is way too cheap. I know it's a tough matchup, but – this kid's been pretty unstoppable, uh, especially the last three or four weeks. And you get Cedric Tillman back at 6,100. Tennessee is ranked number one in the country this week. They are going to come out looking. Um, they know if they win this game, they've got a path to, to the, uh, the playoffs. So um, I, I like this as a sneaky spot. I kind of hope the ownership comes out that they're going to be a little bit lower, that people are scared of Georgia's defense. Again, it's a tough matchup. I, I, I'll definitely acknowledge that. But 
I'm not going to fade the best offense in the country uh, because they have a tough matchup. So I will definitely have some shares of the Bulls here this Saturday. Uh, another offense that I think has just been absolutely dominant. I know Virginia's got a pretty good defense, but uh, North Carolina, Drake May, uh, kid throws for four or five touchdowns every single week. He's got Josh Downs as his top option at 7,800 and Anton Green at 6K. These three guys do serious damage seemingly every single week. Uh, North Carolina has to be considered in your top stack pool this week, I think. Um, on a slate that could absolutely get after it, like we've been seeing with points. Uh, May, Downs, and Green have major upside. That could be the winning stack, as we've seen already a few times this year. So North Carolina definitely comes in in my top five. My sneaky stack of the week, Connor Wegman and the Texas A&M team. Uh, we saw Wegman get the start last week. He looked awesome. Uh, Evan Stewart at 6K had a great game. Moose Muhammad at 4,700 also had a good game. I think AM found a little something in Wegman. They've been hesitant to put him in. He is a top quarterback recruit. Um, Jimbo was just not willing to give him the reins. And we saw last week versus South Carolina what this kid can do. Um, so I like AM quite a bit here. Um, a big reason why I like them is pure and simple. Uh, one, they have upside the price, right? Like, uh, which I'll get to. Uh, this slate is very interesting um, how DraftKings priced it. There's a few running backs up top that I really want to get to. And then there's a few receivers that I really want to get to. Some big gun receivers that in order to do that, you have to find a cheaper stacking option um, in your player pool. And I think Texas A&M is it. Uh, so Connor Wegman, 5,400 is one of my favorite plays this week. Again, Evan Stewart, 6K and Moose Muhammad at 4,700. They are going to be my sneaky, cheap, pay-down stack that I'm going to have a ton of this week. Um, those are my top five for now. Uh, others to consider, you have to consider Ohio State every week like we talk about. Um, I know Penn State gave them everything they can handle last week, but we saw, you know, that the game went from like zero excitement and explosiveness to all of a sudden 35, 38 points they put up um, without blinking an eye. So, in a game where they should put up a 50-60 burger on Northwestern, the only question is, one, who gets it? Um, and do the starters even make it to the, you know, midway through the third quarter? That's my biggest fear. That's the only reason they're not a top five stack for me. But if you think that it's going to be through the air or you think C.J. Stroud is the guy who puts up five, six touchdowns here, um, you you know, play him. Like, he could hit value in a half, three quarters, no doubt about it, versus Northwestern, which is just – abysmal this year. Um, so I will definitely have some shares. Um, I just, I'm fearful that this game again is 40 to nothing at halftime and we don't see CJ Stroud or Harrison or Guga or Travion Henderson in the second half. Like that's a very, very possible in the spot. So play at your own risk. Don't be surprised when that happens. But if, again, if you think you got the, uh, you got it dialed in and you can hit value at a half or three quarters, um, let it fly, baby. Um, some naked quarterback options that I think you could go to. Bo Nix, 9,600. He's in another spot that they're playing Colorado, who is just absolutely abysmal. They've actually been putting up a little bit of a fight. They've won a few games, which is kind of shocking. But Bo Nix should smash in this spot. His price tag, highest price guy on the slate. But, I mean, you saw he put up 50 points last week versus Cal. Like, that's insane. Um, so if you think, you know, you get a similar game where he throws for a few touchdowns, he runs a few in. He can hit you the 100-yard bonus on the ground. He could um, throw for 250, 300 yards. Like, he's at a great, great spot here. So 
Again, the same concern with Ohio State I have with Knicks. Um, I'll have some shares, but I'm not going all in just because, again, this game could be 35 to nothing at half. And we that's all we see from Bo Nix, right? They do not need him to win this game, period. Um, so play it at your own risk. He's a phenomenal play. Um, just be careful um, because if you only get a half out of Ohio State and Bo Nix and you see, you know, the Texas Tech TCU game shoot out and that's a full four quarter game, Tennessee and Georgia gets rocking and rolling North Carolina. Um, you just could lose on pure volume, right? So uh, just be a little bit cautious there. I have no doubt they have good games, but can they hit ceiling in these spots? Um, moving on down, I have some interest in Jason Bean for Kansas. They're facing an Oklahoma State team that just got absolutely lit up as well as their defense has been all year. Um, and Bean will fight, right? 7,100 is a really good price for him. Um, be a little bit cautious. There are some rumors out there that Jalen uh, Daniels may be coming back. If he does, I'll pivot to him at 7,400. But Jason being 7,100 in Kansas and that offense, I think he could play the quarterback and feel pretty good about it in the spot. And then Seth Hennigan, 6,400 is another cheapo pay down guy. If you want to just play a quarterback um, by himself, get some points. You know, he's very capable of getting you 25, 30 points against UCF this week. Um, I think he's in a really good spot as well as kind of a naked quarterback option. There's a few guys you could pair him with, but I'm probably not going there. Um, and I'll get to why here in a second. So running backs, uh, I talked about there's a few guys that I really want to get to kind of in the 6-7K range. Uh, Mo Ibrahim at 7,300, maybe in one of the best spots on the slate. Uh, he's going to tote the rock 25, 30 times in this matchup. They should absolutely dismantle Nebraska on the ground, who has one of the worst rushing defenses in the country. Mo Ibrahim at 7,300, one of the best plays on the slate. I want to jam him in right as much as possible. And if you're paying up a quarterback at both spots, paying up at uh, their targets as well, makes it tough to do that. Um, going down as well, if you think similar to the Ohio State uh, passing game that I talked about, um, Travion Henderson at 6,400, if he's the only guy – in the mix, if Mayan Williams does not play, I will have a lot of Travion Henderson at 6,400. He's another guy that could very easily hit value with, you know, 120, 150 yards rushing and two touchdowns in one half of football. So um, I like him at 6,400. If Mayan Williams is back, I probably won't be on there as much just because now you're talking about uh, two running backs are going to split the load to begin with in a game where they may not play in the second half. So um, be cautious there, but if Mayan misses, uh, I'm in. Moving on down, Keandre Miller for uh, TCU at 6,300. Been a bell cow all year. Love this play, as I do each week. Uh, Tajay Spears, 6,100. He's in a really good spot. Richard Reese, 6K versus a, uh, I believe, Oklahoma matchup. That is just absolutely um, terrible, uh, <laughs> to say the least. So, um, Richard Reese at 6K is in a good spot. Bucky Irving at 5,800 for Oregon. That one makes me a little bit nauseous. The same thing for Bo Nix. Um, Oregon will use multiple guys. We saw him still get to 18 points last week, but again, we're looking for ceiling spots here, right? So I just don't feel amazing that Bucky Irving is going to get me 15, 20 touches um, and get me to the 25, 30 points that we're looking for here. So be a little bit hesitant there, but he's in a phenomenal spot here for Oregon. 5,800 again. Um, Taj Brooks for Texas Tech, 5,700. He's been getting more touches in that backfield. Um, he's in a pretty good spot. 
But Devin Shane at fifty five hundred, I don't know what they're doing DraftKings with the pricing here. Um, pretty much, he's going to be in about eighty percent of my lineups. Um, he is not getting any different volume. He is still dynamic. Can score touchdowns, catch the ball, break long touchdowns. Like he is a really, really damn good player. And for fifty five hundred, I don't know if there's a better player on the slate at that price point. So I'm going to have a ton of him. A few interesting pay down running backs that you should look to this week. Um, RJ Harvey, 4,800 for UCF, outtouched Bowser last week, and he's just been way more efficient um, in the running game this year for um, Central Florida. He's more explosive than Bowser. Um, and, and if he's going to get more touches in this matchup, I think he's in a really damn good spot. So 4,800 for RJ Harvey. Keep an eye on that one. And then Virginia may not have Jones this week. They're starting running back. If they do not versus North Carolina, who does give it up on the ground, Mike Hollins at 4,300 or Xavier Brown at 3,200 become really interesting plays and pay down options at the running back position for you this week. Um, wide receivers, guys that are kind of one-off players, guys that are not included in stacks that we talked about. You know, you've got, um, let's see, I called him last week. He dominated uh, Brock Bowers at 6,700. Still way too cheap here. He should be in the 7Ks. He is Georgia's number one option by far. One of the best players in the country versus a Tennessee defense that will give it up. Um, I think this is a really smash play for this week. So Brock Bowers, again, will be in a lot of my lineups. Ryan O'Keefe at 6,600 for UCF. Um He's the number one there, same as Keaton Thompson for Virginia. He's your good, your solid bring back option for your North Carolina stacks. Um, Parker Washington, we saw what this kid did last week versus Ohio State. I wish and hope Penn State continues to feature him because this dude's an absolute playmaker at 6,400 for Penn State. Uh, he should be very much included in your player pool. I want to see, make sure that Spencer Sanders is going to play this week. But if he does, Brennan Presley at 6,100 for Oak State um, is a good good uh, option. Let's see. Um, Bryson Green, same thing. 5,600 for him. Uh, we talked about the Texas Tech guys. We talked about Moose Muhammad. Uh, Jaquan T Jackson, 4,500 is in a really good spot here. Um, Quentin Skinner is a guy you could consider if you want to go to Kansas, uh, stacks with Bean, um, 4,500. I don't mind that price for him. My only concern there again is upside. Uh, does he, what is his ceiling? Um, if you're trying to keep up in some of these, uh, major shootout games, but for 4,500, I think you could do worse. Stefan Johnson, 3,700 is another guy for Oklahoma state. You could consider, True freshman. He had a few drops last week. I hope the coaches don't really get down because of that, because he is one of their more explosive players. His price went up a little bit, but 3700 is a good, good price tag for him in a game that could blow up. And then a sneaky, sneaky play here in this Georgia-Tennessee game. Um, Darnell Washington at 3700 I don't know if you've seen this kid uh, on the TV screen, but he is one of the biggest freaks I've ever seen. In a good way. Uh, hope Darnell doesn't get see this and get upset. Uh, he's six seven. Uh, what looks like two hundred eighty pounds at tight end for Georgia. Um, he's one of the biggest mismatches in college football because he runs like a receiver. Um, I think he could be deployed in this game, uh, especially if it gets up and gets going. I just don't know how you stop this guy. Um, so 
I think Georgia has opportunities to get this kid involved in the red zone, especially at 3,700. You know, I think he's worth a few dart throws. Um, at least I'll be taking those. So kind of wrap things up again. Um, there's a lot of good spots this week, guys. TCU, Texas Tech, Texas A&M, Tennessee, North Carolina, Ohio State, and Bo Nix. <laughs> so kind of the stacks that I'm rolling out there. Uh, my favorite running backs, Mo Ibrahim, um, Keandre Miller, and then Devin Achain uh, with RJ Harvey splashed in is going to be kind of my core on the running back side that I'm going to. Um, and then, like I said, I'm going to try to get um, a little bit cheaper as much as I can at the quarterback position and go up at receiver to get some of these big guns um, and hope that those guys absolutely blow up this week. So that's kind of my strategy. Hopefully you guys enjoy the content. Um, I see a lot of you back here each week. Feel free to keep dropping me comments um, on the YouTube channel in the comments section there. I will respond and answer questions. If you have anyone that I missed, drop them in. Um, would love that very much to continue winning money alongside of you guys. Um, and yeah, please subscribe to the channel. Give this video a thumbs up if you like it. Um, it helps us out a ton. And obviously, um, follow me on Twitter at VinnyLevine29, um, where I've been interacting with a few of you guys, uh, which has been awesome, kind of just talking about game strategy, top plays, all that good stuff. So again, hit the thumbs up, hit the subscribe. Until next time, good luck this weekend.